Once again, here we go. This is Gone Mental episode 156 here on Real Punk Radio. Pine Box Preachers with the twist off some EP that they have that's named after, I'm guessing, the day they recorded or released it or some such. <laughs> Pine Box Preachers, I played before they are local here. Um, the reason we opened with that is because we got Ike from the Pine Box Preachers, who I think an episode or two ago we mentioned that they're no longer playing. Um, but hey, Ike. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Not too bad. Um, so yeah, that was your band, Pine Rocks Preachers. Um, former band, I guess. Former band. Well, I don't like to think of us as uh, dead and gone. I hope someday we'll get back to playing. But yeah, we uh, on, on hiatus, as it were. Yeah, on hiatus. Um, but just to get it out of the way, you're listening to the, the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit here on Real Punk Radio, your uh, weekly source of four hours of live Psychobilly Radio featuring the best of Psychobilly, Rockabilly, Garage trash, one man band, cowpunk, surf, blues trash, whatever. The I said trash twice, didn't I? 
There's different I've, kinds maybe. of trash, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we got Ike, uh, formerly of, well, uh, from the hiatusing Pine Box <laughs> Preachers, also more recently from uh, Rotten Hot Dish, which is not a band that would typically fill the playlist here at uh, Gone Mental. Good 80s-ish hardcore. I like them. Yeah. Fun fucking band. I pl- picked the entire playlist today, so if you don't like it, uh, next time you see Ike, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> and if you don't like it, then, you know, honestly, I liked it, so maybe you shouldn't be listening to Gun Mental, so uh, maybe get the stick out of your ass. <laughs> so, how's it going, Ike? Good. I'm uh, drinking rye. That's that's what we listening do here. To the, that's, what we, that's true. But... Always look forward to Thursday Night Wrecking Pit. I had a lot of fun picking this playlist. I'm pretty excited about it. Ike, you're the first uh, guest host I've had who's a regular participator in the chat and regular listener to the show. Hmm. Well, that's... I think some of the other previous guest hosts have listened, but they just... They, I don't think they've ever been on the chat. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I guess maybe, like... Uh, so you are a regular... You're already part of the Thursday Night Wrecking Crew. That is true. As, as I've been calling it for the past three weeks, hoping it sticks because it's got uh, the same ring to it that the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit. Um, Hell yeah. I, I, maybe someday we'll, people will get tattoos of like TNWC on their knuckles. It, I, <laughs> I won't because I don't do that sort of thing. No, no Maybe someday no someone tattoos. will. I, or forehead tattoos. I have, you know. I have some sewing needles I can give you one if you'd like. <laughs> I think I'm good. I don't know if I want to start out with my first tattoo that way. <laughs> we have more rye, so I'll ask again later. <laughs> God damn it. So what do we got coming up? Well, uh, we're starting off with some Howlin' Wolf, because you got to start out with the blues, and uh, I think a couple weeks ago you played a band called Howlin' Wolfmen, and... Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, I think they're a German band. Okay. Well, they were sweet, and I, I appreciated the reference. I To me, like, um, I don't know, like, if... If you play rock and roll and you don't appreciate old blues music, I don't really understand why the fuck you're listening to rock. My first time I was ever on the radio was on a local station, Uh and uh, it was on a blues show, and um, the DJ said a statement that's very similar to what you said. She was talking about how some of the jazz fans talk about how they don't like the blues, and she said, if you like jazz and you don't like the blues, you're fronting. Yeah, I didn't. That was her words. I wouldn't say fronting because that's just not my vernacular. Sure. But yeah, like if you don't, if you like rockabilly, you like psychabilly, and you don't have at least some level of appreciation for the blues, you don't know where the fuck your music came from. It's like people who say, I like rockabilly, but I don't like country. That doesn't make any sense to me either. So let's just go.
takes no noise. Now we do the hunt to go something like this, you gotta see what it looks like. Distracted there. 
talking about getting high on rock and roll. <laughs> Among other things. Yeah, rye whiskey and, and rock and roll. Rye whiskey. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, uh, you've heard before. Usually at this point I'm telling the guest host the the syntax of, of going over what we just played. But you've listened before, so do it. All right, well, uh, first, uh, well... I suppose we should go in order of what we most recently listened to. That's how we so, do it. So uh, we heard some Screamin' Jay Hawkins uh, most recently there. Um, a song called Frenzy. Uh, I know that from a, a best of called, I believe, Voodoo Drive or something. Uh, it's also on a best of called Frenzy. Or maybe that's the original album. Anyway, it's on a lot of stuff. Um, Screamin' Jay Hawkins, the man, I think one of the craziest, most uh, rock and roll R&B singers ever to do it. Often, uh, by some credit, it is one of the main influencers of Psychedelic. Yeah, hell yeah, that theatrical... I, I, can, like, I can see that. Weirdness. Have you seen... Uh, God, what the fuck was that movie? There is, um, there is a movie about a Japanese couple riding a train to Memphis. Mm. I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. The Screaming Jay Hawkins played a, a part in there, I believe. I don't know it, but now I really want to see it. It had so a decent soundtrack. It, it was like one of those where there's I mean, this story and this story. Um, yeah, probably somebody in the chat. I bet Jake knows what it is. Um, it's been a few years since I've seen it. It was back when I had the uh, I get a DVD in the mail subscription to Netflix <laughs> before they really had streaming. But can't remember the fucking name of that that movie. It was. Um, but yeah, Screaming Jay Hawkins. That was that was the first time I that I. Put like the songs in connection with oh that's screaming Jay Hawkins because oh, sure. it's like I heard the songs a billion times before right but I never placed them as a, that's screaming Jay Hawkins I don't know why but um, some of those older rock and rollers I know the songs I've heard the songs played by those guys a billion times but I never connected with the actual artist sure but. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's all right. Uh, so then before that, we heard The Haze, of course, Hassel Adkins, uh, from The Hunch, the song The Hunch. <laughs> or maybe I have that from Chicken Lock, I don't know. I should have kept track of what albums these were off of better. Oh, Dan, oh, I thought oh, you had that information. Bubba knows. Brent knows <laughs> Mystery Train. All right, there it is. Wait. Oh, and he's even got a, I am, a Wikipedia link. Okay, Bubba, did you know that? Oh, wait. <laughs> That's the, the Wikipedia link to the song. But yeah, I got I found the IMDb link. <laughs> that's, that's legit. And of course, the first song we heard there was Howlin' Wolf, I'll Be Around. Uh, I have that on a uh, fucking awesome, it was a Rhino Records, um, like, five-disc blues compilation that... Uh, my parents actually got for me when I was a wee young lad. By the way, hi, Mom and Dad. Saw you on the stream there, Elliot, Iowa. Uh, but in any case, that's off of the um, Harmonica Classics uh, Blues Masters set. Can't hear it in the, over the stream, but I just gave Ike a thumbs up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be useless tonight because guest host nights are the nights that I just get to kind of kick back and drink whiskey and... I don't have to do shit all you, week long. You get a night off. Well, I'm still pushing buttons over here. <laughs> That's true. You want to go in the next track and the next set yet? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, this this next one. Um, 
I see it came from a compilation. Do you know the name of the album it actually came from? Oh, yes, I do, actually. Uh, so we're starting this next set off with Them Damned Young Livers uh, from Psalms of Ill, Respute, or Ill Repute. Excuse me? Uh, this song is Bus Broke Down. You know, that's based on a true story. Is it really? Yeah, you, when they first started coming around, they had the same, they had one of those short buses that was, they never got pulled over because it was a, originally from a church. Oh, I think they named it Bessie or some such, and they converted it to biofuel, so they wouldn't have to pay for gas. They'd just pull up to a fast food place and get their grease. And uh, I think last oh, I talked cool. to them about it, the bus is sitting in a uh, field in, like, Nebraska because it seized up on the way back from uh, a, a show in Denver. Damn. Right. I have so many blackouts on that bus. I love <laughs> that bus so bad. That bus was featured um, in their video that we got together for them in... Uh... Oh, 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 oh. Stop! <laughs> Not done with my story. Uh, have you seen the video for uh, All Hell? Hell yeah. I love that video. Um, it's part of what story made me of, fall in love with this band. The story of that video is uh, my wife worked at a restaurant in uh, St. Paul. Um, called Schroeder's and um, there was a house owned by the restaurant owner adjacent to the parking lot mm-hmm. and he was going to tear it down because it was in in ill repair Sure. and uh, he says we can do whatever the fuck we want with it as long as we don't break the exterior walls in such a way that rodents can get in alright so we spent a day there Destroying the fuck out of that house, we threw we we had Black Hogan show up. Yeah, yes. Uh, we smashed a TV. <laughs> we video. smashed a toilet. Uh, a piece of porcelain tore up somebody's foot. Um, there was some sketchy things happening with a an axe and a fridge where I thought somebody's hand was going to get removed. A dude got thrown through a wall. We cut through a floor. Rock and roll, basically. Yeah, no, let's. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. Let's play this music.
We just heard uh, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. The track was Boogie. That's off of the Tell Them What Your Name Is album, uh, which is probably one of my, close to being one of my favorite albums ever. I don't know, I have a lot of those, though. But um, And before that, we heard the that's, Dead Boys. Have you listened to the show before? That's that's what we do on the show is every album is our favorite <laughs> Every album, that's true. Um and before Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, we heard the Dead Boys from Young, Loud, and Snotty, 1977, What Love Is. And uh, I picked that track because I actually heard Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears um, cover that very song when I saw them in Tallahassee, Florida a few years back. Should I play one of these? Hell yes. Yes, please, Dan. Pouring some so, apple beer uh, here. Yeah. Dan's homebrewed apple beer. Do you want shit. one of the stubbies or one of the yeah, tall ones? ones? Uh, stubby, please. Um, in any case, or you know, the tall one will work too. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, um, and then the first song we heard there was, of course, the damned young livers. Bus broke down off of Psalms of Ill Repute. The damn young livers are an honorary Twin Cities band. Yes. Um. So now is the time on every episode I talk about upcoming local events. I got nothing. So if you folks have any shows, regardless of where you live, that you want me to talk about, shoot me an email, gonemental at twincitiesrockabilly.com. Uh, but while you're at it, if you're in a band that plays the kind of shit that I play on this show, um, shoot me an email. Uh, if you want me to play your shit, either email me some tracks or send me an email and ask for my address and you can send me a CD or record, whatever you prefer. And... Um, if it fits and I like it, we'll probably put it on the air sometime. Um, Just remind me. Physical copy. So, uh... Nice. I know nice Dan's story. played a lot of uh, my old band, Pinebox Preachers, on, here on the air before. Um, but, in any case, he, uh... It's all been digital stuff, so... I just handed him a copy of our old album. Physical. Yay. Yeah. So I have to pee really bad, <laughs> so let's... Let's go to the next set. Yep, let's go up. 
All right, so uh, we're starting the set off with uh, Zeke out of uh, good old oh, Seattle hurry up, area. Hurry up, I don't give a fuck. Was the song.
So that was uh, Nashville Pussy, Rub It to Death. That's from their latest album, uh, Up the Dosage. Um, if you are not a Nashville Pussy fan, you need to be. They're the fucking best. I think uh, no band that I know of does a better job of mixing all that like kind of hokey, cheesy, 70s classic rock stuff with some good fucking punk rock. Uh, writer size, their lead guitarist is... Probably my favorite living guitarist. She's the best. Um, and then before that, we heard Lower Class Brats lip music. Because uh, I don't always listen to street punk, but when I do, it is the Lower Class Brats. They're my favorite. You don't always listen to street band. punk? I don't always I'm listen to street punk. I'm a huge fan of street punk. Oh, no, I won't. So I love street punk, but. Um, you temper it with other styles of music. I temper it with other styles you of know, music. You know, I. I. Um, I enjoy finding new music on Bandcamp, and today I tried to, and I clicked on a band that classed, tagged itself as street punk, but subtagged itself as melodic street punk. Do you know? That, do you know that's what not that, a thing. Do you know what apparently that means? What does that mean? That means apparently you're trying to sound tough by um, naming a genre and throwing melodic on the front of it when you really just play fucking shitty pop punk. Hmm. That's. That's that's sad. were they at least like no no so they, they weren't like just young fucking stupid kids that didn't know any better yet they, they were... well probably I mean they were <laughs> they were stupid if they're trying to play off big melodic street punk because that's that's not a thing right um, and that doesn't make you sound tough and cool um, I mean they they were skilled at what they did it just wasn't good yeah. At least in my opinion, but I'm a very opinionated individual. <laughs> well, but I know, digress. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> it's, it's your show. Keep going. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, the first track there was Zeke. I don't give a fuck off of the Dirty Sanchez LP because Zeke is the best. I, I can't think of another band that like is so hard and fast and is still so. Like, everything I want out of rock and roll. Like, you can hear the blues influence. You can hear the, like, all the motor. You can hear all this great shit going on. It's still in this, like, tight minute and a half package. So what you're saying is they're a speed rock band. Yes, they're a fucking awesome speed rock band. I, I, I listened to bands of that ilk for a long time, and I think I only came to terms with understanding the term speed rock. Um... I don't even know if they're classified as speed rock, but that's where I lump them. Well, like, the, I, I classified, I, I understood that that genre, the subgenre, like two years ago. But I, yeah, it's a weird subgenre to me because, like, to me, it's all just uh, rock and roll. Yeah, I, rock and roll. I, I've always just, it. I've just always lumped it under punk. But right. I suppose it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, there's two kinds of music. There's, there's shit. 
and there's <laughs> the shit. <laughs> right. But there's a very vast distinction there. But subgenres are are helpful as far as like saying, okay, there's a difference between like the New York Dolls, which are a rock band. Right. And then there's say I don't know, like the Dead Boys, which they're same era. Yep. Two very distinctive sounds. They're still rock and roll. They're still clumped with punk rock. I mean, granted, New York Dolls are more glam, but they're still right. lumped with punk rock. And it's like, sometimes people who like one band don't like the other. Uh, there's loads of punk bands I hate, but they're still lumped with the punk. So subgenres, they exist for a reason, but... It's true. No, um... Friends, friends that I have that don't, uh... That aren't as into, like, punk rock as I am, I guess. Uh, they, have you drank that yet? They, oh, yeah, it's delicious. The, you uh, like that? The apple beer is good shit. I've always had good apple uh, booze See, from I, Dan. I, I basically, <laughs> I, I got the recipe. Um, it's named, it's called Graph, which is a name invented by Stephen King as an apple beer in the Dark Tower series. Oh, shit. Um, and then one brewer decided he wanted a, 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 a cider with more body to it, like a beer has. So he invented it, and I, I got the recipe, and I like mm-hmm. all things rye. So I decided I would replace everything with, with rye. All my homebrew friends were like, well, that rye might be weird with beer. Oh. Yeah, Jake, we're going over. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Talking yeah, too that's much. just how that's going to happen. That's That happens every guest episode. Should I put on more bed music? Um... Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm almost this... done with the story. We can go okay, no, the... no, finish the story. Um, but they're all like, "Oh, that that rye might taste a little weird with apple," and it does. But it's 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 kind of a it's good kind good. of weird. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It took me when I first was ready to bottle it. Um, I tasted it and it tasted a little weird, kind of hoochie. Okay. Um, and. Then I realized, like two weeks later, when I bottled it and chilled it, that that hooch kind of flavor is supposed to be there, and it tastes different when it's actually complete and been chilled and hmm. carbonated. All right, and it's not really like a bad hooch; it's kind of just a weird tart and malty and yeah, know. tart and malty. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and a little it's bit perfect. Uh, a little bit of rye spice to it, but a real mm-hmm. I don't know. We're not fans of here, so I'm just going to shut up and play this track. What is it? The Cramps, the most exalted... No, it's not The Cramps. It's not? No, look at the beginning of the fucking set. What are you talking about? Yeah, whoever printed that off was fucking drunk. Well, god damn it, Dan. So, uh, it sounds like then it's Madison Geistafar first. Yeah. Spoiler, I printed that out. I was drunk. <laughs> but not when I printed it, because I was at work. Los, ganz ohne Ziel Ja, wir wollten alles Und meistens auch zu viel Appellieren 
Yep. All right. So, um, first song we heard there was actually Mad Sin, Geistafara. You're going backwards. I'm going backwards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we go with- so, the most recent song was uh, Legendary Shack Shakers. Fire. No. Fist Whistle Boogie. For some reason, I have it in my head as Fire Whistle Boogie. That's not right. You're drunk. It's Fist Whistle Boogie. I, I am drunk. That is true. That is the... Uh, my liquor's working. That is the rye whiskey with the beer chaser. Uh, this is the Richmond rye, Dan. Is it? Did I pour you some of that? Yes. Nice. It's musty and delicious. That, that's what rye nice, does. Nice and funky like rye should be. Uh, in any case, so we had Fist Whistle Boogie by the legendary Shack Shakers... Um, before that, we heard The Cramps, The Most Exalted Potentate of Love. That was actually a live track, which I typically don't play on this show. Aha. But, but it was a good recording. Yeah, it's a fucking, I don't know, um, The Cramps, I, so I, I grew up with them. I, uh, always, I always refer to them as a cover band. They're not always a cover band. I mean, you're 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 half right. That's kind of why I love the, the Cramps, though, because the they're not afraid to cover the bulk the bands of their that library is covers. The bulk yeah. of their worthwhile library is covers, but they do an amazing job of covering. They play the covers in a number of times better than the originals, and they have some originals that are fucking amazing songs. Yes. I will not begrudge them for being a cover band. I don't think less of them for being a cover band. But by and large, they are a cover band. And I still fucking love them. They are one of the most influential bands in rock and roll history. Yep. They are fucking amazing. I still wish I could have caught them live once in my life. Oh, God, I know. Uh, but Fuck. they're a cover band. An amazing band, nonetheless, but they are, well, for the most part, for their main songs that they're known for, a cover band. Right. Well, and so to drive that point home, the um, I debated for days over which Cramps track to include in this playlist. It was either uh, the most exalted potentate of love, which is a rad track because it's the Cramps that they're kind of like grodgy best with two guitars and no bass. Just like when... Kid Congo Powers comes in with that fucking like power chord at the beginning of that song, makes it all heavy. It makes me go mental, if you will. But that's uh, that's exactly why the show is called what it's called. Hell yeah, exactly. Um, we understand what you're saying. Yes, but uh, so it was either that song or uh, the Cramps cover of a traditional called uh, Short and Bread. That's which a great fucking. Track. Is an awesome. It's a fucking sick track. I, uh, I honestly, I don't believe the Cramps have a bad track. I know there's a, yeah, a number of oh. Cramps purists who say that after a certain point, they're garbage and there's not worth covering. I think that's bullshit. But yeah, the Cramps. I, I think uh, even up to the end, there's they... there's some there's some tracks that are better than others, but their entire library is still pretty fucking quality. Yes, hell yeah. I, to me, even up to the end, like they get maybe a little less weird and rough around the edges, but um, Well, they got old. That happens to everybody. Look at Johnny Cash. Right. Well, they also got more uh, musically sharp, which is kind of interesting to hear. Well, and that's, that's the thing. It's like when I when I first got into the band uh, Naked Aggression, uh-huh. uh, the dude that got me into Naked Aggression was like, oh yeah, they're a great band. Unfortunately, the last album, they actually learned how to play their instruments, and they kind of suck now, because oh, they're... Fuck that. It's like, no, it's like as a band progresses as a band, they learn how to play their band instruments better. 
that's why every single band changes because they learn how to play their instruments right. more when the but just by sake of practicing and playing longer and and so their sound will change that doesn't yes. make you, them suck more it just maybe you don't like it as much but that's not on them that's on you well this idea you know th- there's this kind of like punk rock idea that uh, like if you're good somehow that's that's boring and to me that's just a big load of horse shit because well, it's, be, it's not the same as being pretentious a like, band you can, can be, be good at your instruments and a still band know can to be very technically it. good and very technically complex and be still amazing and a band can be a three chord fucking just a three chord shit bag that's not technically good not doesn't know how to play their instruments very well just plays three fucking chords over and over again and still be fucking amazing like most of early 80s punk, which we'll have coming up. Hell yeah. Uh, which means we should probably get to the next, uh, the last set here. We're, whoo, we're going last, way over. Last full set. Last full set. Um, so this first song we're going to hear... Uh, One of the best bands ever in the history of music. Not their best album. I, I, did you hear episode To me, it's my favorite album. This, to me, it's the best Stooges album. Did, did you listen to episode 150? I did, and that's part of why I picked this track, because I think Funhouse by the Stooges is underappreciated rock and roll treasure. It's, it's a good album, just in my book. Is that the one with... Let me just bring up that album real quick. It's, it's the one with eight tracks, and it's a lot of psychedelic weird shit. Uh, it was hard to pick a track off of Funhouse for this playlist, actually, because they're all so goddamn long, even TVI. But uh, this first track is we're going to hear is Loose. Is that, is that the track of the, the album that has that one track that's basically garbage for everybody who exists? Oh, the noise track that I always skip when I listen to it? L.A. Blues? Uh, that's probably what you're thinking of. It's the, it's the like feedback jam where there's like... No. No, I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking of their self-titled album. Oh, we will fall. The yes, track yeah, that, on the that, first that, album. Song is horrible. <laughs> this I, song is garbage. I learned to love that song, but that's only because the that was the first Stooges album I bought. It was one of the first records I ever bought when I was in high school, and I kind of had to learn to love it. But I know what you're saying because no, I skipped that, that track most times I listened to that is, album. Yeah, I've listened to it exactly <laughs> once, and I've had that album for fucking years. That's why I don't know what the name of the song is or the album it's on. Yeah, we will fall. Weird art rock Stooges. Here's here's the Stooges. <laughs> What's the name of the track? Loose. Here we go.
around. Stick it. Deep inside. And I stick it. Toss a Gambrio while you try to free your mind. And if the Kevin is mean, but not really, Jack, so you can buy. And well, then I'm driving you out until you tell you that's filled with me. And kick your ass out into the streets and turn you into soil and green. That's right, Jack, yeah, you're never crawl. So you're screaming at a wall. And I'm trying so hard not to fall But the embryo's got a Oh Well in the cosmic embryo You try so hard to free your mind In my head I swear to God It's waiting all the fucking time I'm trying to stay true In my head what I know to be true Turn your head out, touch your head and turn your head and dust and tell them this is brother shit. Everywhere we try to get, get, get on the ball. They are screaming at a wall. And I'm trying so hard not to fall. But the embryo's gotta stop what you're doing. You're fucking abusive. I'm burning, calling the worn out excuses. Drunk and I'm rooted. I'm sick and I'm useless. Comments and growing. Just another worthless man. Yeah!
Alright. Last full set of the show. We've gone well over our allotted time. <laughs> Sorry, Zorch. We're assholes. You're used to it by now because we've been doing this for a long time. Um, Ike, what did we just hear? So that was Kentucky Belt Fight. Some, local uh, band. Yes, local fellas that unfortunately don't do it anymore as far as I know. I don't I, think I so. could be wrong about that. Um, Nate, who is in the band, is still doing $20 Love. All right. And they have a they have a country set that Not they do. Not as familiar with them. To become familiar. But I don't think Kentucky Belfast is still doing. They they I don't know. They did the two EPs and. Well, so Heartless Road, that album that that last song was off of. Um, I'm pretty sure you can still download for free off of Kentucky Belt Fight SoundCloud. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but if I'm not, I gotta check it out because it's really fucking good. The whole album is amazing. They're hands down like one of my favorite local bands. It's like um, they got some fucking just country, amazing, energy. yeah, amazing cowpunk, amazing like it's just good shit. Um, and then before that, that was uh, that was my band. That was uh, Rotten Hot Dish, we're called. Caustic Embryo, that's uh, from an unreleased demo we did um, maybe about a year ago. So, uh, so, I'm probably cutting you off here. But during well, during the break... Not really. Um, we discussed some things about that band. It's true. And... First time I heard that band was you guys opened for the Rockets and Silver Shine. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that '80s hardcore shit. Yep. But what did you tell me about that band? Well, uh, we've gone this through some changes. This is the closest I've ever done to a fucking interview on this show ever, <laughs> and this is the closest I'll ever get to an interview. So fuck all you all. Uh, so Rotten Hot Dish, we're um, we've kind of been. We've been uh, taking a break for the past year or so. Uh, we, we went through some changes. Um, as folks might know, sometimes life happens and shit, shit gets fucked up. So uh, I've got bad luck with lead singers, friends. Um, when I was playing Pine Box Preachers, uh, we're on hiatus because our singer moved back home to Duluth because uh, student loan debt is a bitch. And making money is a bitch in any case. Uh, so I lost the um, Rotten Hot Dish original singer to Duluth, Minnesota a while ago. And uh, we've been rebuilding. So we're still playing. I co-wrote most of the, so- most of the songs, including Caustic Embryo. And uh, I uh, I guess I'm the new, the new front man <laughs> for Rotten Hot Dish. But in any case, um, we're just now getting back on the horse. Uh, we're looking to book some gigs for the next month or two and uh we're recording some new stuff here in the next couple weeks um so it's we're still the same kind of band loud fast 80s hardcore influence but uh as you can tell i like the blues i like the psychobilly so we're going in a little bit more of a garagey um kind of psychobilly-ish sort of direction so i'm excited for that but um yeah we're uh Keep it, keep tuned for more stuff from Rotten Hot Dash. There should be some good shit coming up. Yeah, um, there, there's been, I, I've suggested in the past, and there's been a person in the chat that suggested that you should do a show. So, maybe you should give that some thought. What? Well, you know, I would we'd love, love to have more, uh, <laughs> we'd love to have more Twin Cities DJs on the air. I, I would, 
I would love to do it. I just I don't know the Twin if Cities I got the kind of music a, library that can handle it. The Twin but, Cities is an international I'll, I'll, I'll hub of, of music innovation. Did you know that the song Funky Town was from a Minneapolis band? <laughs> I, I think I only know that from a previous episode of Gone Mental. Yeah, I, I learned that from uh, VH1 Pop Up Videos One Hit Wonders Edition. <laughs> it's Lips Incorporated. I heard that song actually initially from uh, Ricky Martin's old band Menudo back in the eighties. I did not know that Ricky Martin was in Menudo. All right. Yeah, that's where he came from. <laughs> okay. So let's no, let's sense. let's continue on. Continue on. What was the rest of that set? Um. Oh yeah, and then that first track we heard—that uh, was the Stooges, the Immortal fucking Stooges, one of the greatest rock and roll bands ever. I, I'm hard pressed to think of another band outside of maybe. Well, I don't know. Fucking no. Pink Floyd's a different deal, but um. No, Pink Floyd is not as good as the Stooges. <sighs> if you think that, you can leave my house. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? I like Pink Floyd just as much as the Stooges. I do. I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. And I'm not ashamed of that. Pink Floyd is some good shit Well, we to all me. got our own taste, right. but really, seriously... Yeah, they're, well, they're... I, I didn't expect to talk about Pink... You know, it just, it just came out, I guess. See, this is what you do when you get when you get the guest host drunk, Dan. That's, that's... Embarrassing things. Except I'm not fucking embarrassed about... Well, you shouldn't be. You should not be embarrassed about what you like. <laughs> But you're wrong. Well, my, my point is just that I can't think of another band that had more success after losing or changing their core lineup. Like, um, there's really two Stooges. You got Iggy and the Stooges, and you got The Stooges. Their 1969 um, self-titled there, there, album, Funhouse, no, and then you've got the 73... Iggy and the Stooges that we produced, and they're all amazing. There's, there's no there's no Stooges that is not Iggy and the Stooges. But then what do you call the first two albums? Iggy was there. Iggy was there, but I feel like they weren't Iggy and the Stooges until... No, they, Iggy was there. They were, they were all the Stooges. They were all the Stooges. They were all Iggy and the Stooges. And there's the, the, one of the great debates in my household, <laughs> because my wife is a huge boy fan, and I'm a huge Iggy Pop fan, Word. Is, yeah. is songs like Dum Dum Girl and... Um, Basically, the entire Iggy Pop the Idiot album was produced by David sure. Bowie. Sure. And the entire album was co-written by David Bowie. Right. And so all the songs on that entire album, like Nightclub and Dumb Dumb Girl, David Bowie did a version of those. They were all yep. equally David Bowie songs. They were all equally Iggy Pop songs. And so the big divide between the Mrs. and I were, are those Iggy Pop songs or are they David Bowie songs? I always say they're Iggy Pop songs because to me, they will always be Iggy Pop songs. To her, they will always be David Bowie songs because she's a David Bowie fan. I'm an Iggy Pop fan. Okay. Um, I don't uh... like Iggy's solo stuff other than the uh, the idiot because of an experience of mine with um, how do I put this in a political? I, I ate a fucking shit ton of mushrooms, and uh, <laughs> the idiot was on, and that was the only thing that really kept me grounded. Um. Yeah, I got. Uh, I have a hippie history, apparently. <laughs> um, but well, but, but, see, but honestly, I'm not honestly, doing hallucinogenics. I don't think that like. You see, you took that to the wrong by 
wholly hallucinogenic. I just said I ate some mushrooms. Alright. That could be eating a pizza. So. <laughs> Alright. Don't, don't put, don't put that on me. Don't put that on Anyway, I digress. We, we've, <laughs> we've done our week of Gone Mental. If you like the music that we played on this show, please, by all means, go out and support the artists. Buy their music. Buy their t-shirts. Buy their CDs. Buy their records. Find them online if they have a Bandcamp page, if they have an online merch shop. Uh, fuck, if they play your your local... Uh, uh, just got a little chill. Sorry. Fucking drunk. Uh, if they play, play your local area, go to their show and buy them a beer, buy their CDs and records and t-shirts and such. If they don't play your local area, contact them. Um, try and book them. It's, it's really not that hard to book a band. It's just... If you book them, they'll they'll be there. Uh, we want to play. And, and if uh, they don't want to play, what the fuck are they doing? And if, if all you're going to do is download their shit for free, um, you're going to pretty much guarantee that bands like uh, the Justin Bieber's and all those other sort of clear channel fucks are going to dominate the airways. No. If you ensure that these bands who play real rock and roll uh, play with some real passion... Do what they do. If you make sure that they make money off what they're doing, that's that's what's going to continue to exist. Uh, last track of the night, we're going to play Lexicon Devils band out of Italy. Uh, reminded me uh, of Rotten Hot Dish, uh, a little bit of '80s hardcore kind of style. This is High Blood Pressure off their self-titled. Then stick around for Zorch Radio. We'll see you next week on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit. And, uh, yeah, next week we'll have the list, too. Add to the list. Gotta not, tune in for the list. Most folks aren't gonna like it, so <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> Here's Lexicon Devils. <laughs> <laughs>